Resistance, burnout, procrastination, sleepless nights, stress, and painful hard work. Fatigued from running on the high achiever hamster wheel? This is the Bold Leadership Revolution, where we develop high-performing leaders to live, thrive, and lead bold and smart, not hard. Here is your host, Tara Newman. Hey, hey, Bold Leaders. Welcome to the Bold Leadership Revolution podcast. I'm your host, Tara Newman, and I have a passion for helping everyday humans perform in extraordinary ways. This is the place where we dish on everything from mental toughness to emotional well-being and what it takes to really perform at your best at a really high level. We are here to help you embrace your ambition and leave the grind behind. Today, we're talking about bold leadership and why leaders need other leaders. Please, please don't expect me to share this with you in some nicely sewn or stitched up 10 word sentence that is not really my style and that's not really how this is going to go. I'm just warning you now, go grab your cup of coffee because bold leadership and why leaders need other leaders is a huge passion of mine. So instead of making this really zippy and marketing friendly, I'm going to go with what's straight from the heart. I'm going to share a story or two and speak directly from my heart because my heart is where this message lives. And if you have listened to previous episodes, you know that you are the reason why I wake up in the morning as awkward as that might sound and as embarrassing as it is to admit, it is the absolute truth. Recently, I was attending a mastermind retreat with my mastermind. This is the one that I participate in, not the one that I run. And the woman running this retreat, Laura Wright from Epic at Sales, asked a fantastic question of all the participants. She asked, what would make you unfuckable with? My turn in the hot seat was on the second day, so I witnessed three women go before me and answer this question. This question was all I could think about because I was sitting in judgment of my response. My initial gut reaction, which is always the right one, by the way, was I am unfuckable with. But man, that felt cocky and arrogant, and that's a really old story of mine. A long time ago, when I was 22, and in my first job, I had an incredibly traumatic experience with an aggressive patriarchal leader who told me I was cocky and arrogant. And maybe I was. I don't really remember. I I do remember trying my very best to stand firmly in my shoes with confidence as a scared 22-year-old. I remember how horrified and gutted and embarrassed and mortified I was when he told me I was cocky and arrogant. As a matter of fact, it was, so I was working in one department and I was looking to transfer to another department and this gentleman, can I call him a gentleman? This dude was interviewing me for the position. He was going to be my um, direct, I was gonna be reporting directly into him. 
And my boss knew I was, my current boss knew I was interviewing with him. And when I got back from this interview, I walked into her office and I just had a breakdown and I just sat in her office and I cried for a really long time. It was so traumatizing. So I started to really have this thing around being cocky and being arrogant and it really damaged my confidence for a very long time. So as I sat there thinking, I am unfuckable with, I know this, I have proof, I also judged myself for not being humble. And I questioned myself, am I out of integrity here? Because I live by the mantra, be helpful, be humble, be human. And am I in, in, am I in, in alignment with that? Now, the other day, we're going to get back to my hot seat, but the other day I found a post on Instagram from the account Fuckology. I swear, almost every post could have been written by me. They're brilliant and hysterical, and I love them. Um, And they defined unfuckable with as when you're truly at peace and in touch with yourself and nothing anyone says or does bothers you and no negativity or drama can touch you. I read this and thought, this, this is bold leadership. Now, back to my hot seat. As I sit in the chair with all eyes on me, I can feel my anxiousness about looking these women in the eyes and declaring my truth. I am unfuckable with. I know this. I'm certain about this. I look at each woman as I sit down and I can feel my heart rate picking up. I can feel my palms getting a little sweaty. And I look at each woman and I look at Laura and in these brief seconds, I'm still hesitating. And then Laura looks at me and she says, you are unfuckable with. And the women around the circle nodded their heads. Yes. It was the greatest moment of receiving that I have possibly ever felt to be truly seen for who I am and what I stand for. I have always been bold and I have always paid the price for my boldness. It's taken me decades to make peace with the fact that I'm very different than most of my peers. And when you're different, you attract attention, whether you like it or not. It's not always positive. It's not always positive as your boldness will most likely intimidate and make others feel uncomfortable. I was just in a coaching session with a group of leaders today, and one of the women is incredibly bold. And she's not disrespectful. She is 100% professional. Her logic is sound. Her beliefs are true. And she often finds herself having these very bold conversations and often feeling like she gets then put in like a bingo cage where she's being like batted around back and forth because she's having, she's willing to have these very bold conversations that, you know, might intimidate somebody or might make somebody feel uncomfortable or might make somebody look at themselves in a different way and they don't want to do that. I'm sure some of you can relate, but I've been the bitch. People tell me I'm intimidating, which is so the opposite of how I feel I show up. In my office days, my boss would look at me and say, okay, you be bad cop. (laughs) 
And for the most part, I was always bad cop. I mean, for God's sakes, if my boss became bad cop, we all knew that it was it was really, we're all screwed. It was bad. But for the most part, I was bad cop. For all you bold leaders, you will understand what I say next. And for all of you who reach out and tell me that your word of the year is bold, I want you to know this. For some, your very existence is an inspiration and a motivation which puts you on a pedestal you cannot possibly remain balanced on. For others, your very existence is a constant reminder of their own scarcity, lack, and fear. And for the few You are a welcome ally in a world hell-bent on the status quo and mediocrity. Coaching is a funny thing. Coaches are here as a guide, a sounding board, a partner. We are here to co-create with our clients. We are also trained to have non-attachment to our clients' goals. The client is in charge of their sessions. I can't want a specific goal for my client, no matter how capable I believe they are. Their goals are their goals. I'm here to help them leverage and resource their gifts to achieve their goal. Yet, if I'm being honest, I have a fervent wish for all leaders, not just my clients. And it's that when the roller coaster ride called life and entrepreneurship starts up, they raise their hands and opt off the ride. That they have the confidence, mental strength, and emotional fortitude to stand on the platform and wave to all the other nice folks taking the ride. Thanks, but no thanks, say the bold leaders. When I close my eyes and visualize the women coming into the Brave Society, I see the Amazonian warriors standing shoulder to shoulder like in the Wonder Woman movie. Powerful, strong, bold women who have each other's backs. Because women, we need this more than anything. More standing in support of each other, lifting each other up, cheering each other on. And yes, protecting our flanks from those who look to tear us down out of fear. When I close my eyes and visualize the people who will attend my bold leadership mini sabbatical in Tulum in April 2019, I see a league of superheroes walking along the beach shoulder to shoulder. Our world is one of conformity, assimilation, going with the crowd, and that's not leadership. That's following and fitting in. Have you ever wondered why so many wish to be bolder? Why this is a common word of the year among so many smart and ambitious people? We weren't raised to be bold. We aren't being taught how to truly lead. Many of the people I work with haven't been developed to be leaders, yet here they are running businesses. Excellent technicians, as Michael Gerber, author of the E-Myth, would note. Everyone's looking at me to lead, and I don't feel like a leader. If I had a penny for every time I heard a CEO say that to me, I would be a wealthy, wealthy woman. It wasn't until my second year in business that I did something that changed everything. It was making a decision around what was going to be the tip of my sword. Again, hat tip to Laura Wright at Epic at Sales who was coaching me through this. It was January of 2016, and all I kept hearing, 
predominantly from the online entrepreneurial space. Because remember, I had been doing business as a performance and leadership coach for 20 years. And it wasn't until I was looking to leave corporate that I started exploring, you know, having this online component to my business, leveraging the internet. It put me into lots of different Facebook groups with other online entrepreneurs where I could learn from and really understand how this um, component of running a business would work. Now, I had had a blog since 2012, and I understood things like driving traffic and writing good content, and but I wasn't quite sure how to package my services and, you know, really attract people who were going to um, purchase from me. Whereas when I had a blog, it was pretty much free content. So entered these Facebook groups, and I. And, what I was hearing from these predominantly online type entrepreneurs was that nobody was going to buy leadership. And God help me if I use the term leadership development or performance, nobody understood that. If I would say, I want to help you perform better, they didn't understand what that meant. They would question, does your ideal client really speak like this? They actually do. Um, But people understood things like get more clients. People understood make six figures in 90 days. People understood the passive income pitches of make all this money while sitting on the couch eating bonbons. But leadership, no thanks. They didn't want that. And in true, this is 2015, because I will say that leadership has become more of a buzz now. Um, In true bold leader form, I didn't care. It's the only thing I know how to do. It's the only thing I want to do. It's why I get up and put one foot in front of the other every morning. Developing leaders to be bold beyond their belief is my core competency. So I started to brand myself around bold leadership. And guess what? People took notice. People raised their hand and said yes to growing and running their businesses from a place of intentionality and discernment required for bold leadership. They became more concerned with business fundamentals than their latest hot offer. Hot offers are important, but when there isn't a solid foundation, they will keep you in a dogged chase for short-term cash. Bold leadership is very much about the long game. It's about having the courage to stay in your own lane, do the unsexy things consistently, and build a business that's as unique as you are. Bold leadership is for anyone who desires more. You may want an extraordinary life, a thriving business. You may want to work, live, and play full out. And if you're anything like my clients, you want it now. You lack patience. You want exponential growth. You want your quantum leaps, accelerated results, and a world-class business. This is the language that bold leaders speak. You are competitive and ambitious, and you want to test the limits of your potential. And really, that's what bold leadership is here to help you do. Except bold leadership is about learning how to balance your insatiable drive with results that are sustainable and healthy. So those feelings of overload, too many irons in the fire, like you're spread too thin, like you're in the trenches, that sense of frustration or procrastination, we need to make these a thing of the past because that is not how we do things here at the Bold Leadership Revolution. We very boldly say goodbye to resistance, 
burnout, and the belief that success needs to be hard or painful. It's actually quite simple. It's about leadership, and it's not about any kind of leadership. This isn't about titles or money or credentials or followers or social media likes. This is about bold leadership, and it starts within each of us. This is about leading from the inside out. It's about bringing your whole self, who you really are, to the forefront of your business and your life. I want you to feel like you have never been more you in your entire life. Bold leadership is about channeling your ambition, cultivating your courage, finding your focus, standing firmly for your values and your vision. Bold leadership is about creating and executing consistently, taking intentional action and personal responsibility. Some of my favorite words that I align with bold leadership are words like space and ease and flow and gratitude and intuition. Bold leadership is about trusting the process. So if these are words and concepts that really resonate with you, that you are curious about, that you want to know more about, then you are definitely in the right place. You are a bold leader. Now, I want to talk a little bit about bold because here's how I see bold. Bold isn't loud. Loud is noise. Bold is quiet and unwavering. Bold is effective. Bold is efficient. Bold doesn't have to be big. Bold is knowing the next best move for you. Taking a single bold action a day is what you need to create unrelenting forward progress in your life and in your career. Bold is about those incremental steps that lead to big change. Bold is making progress when it's imperceptible. Bold is loving the process more than you love the outcome. Bold is about choosing everyday performance in all aspects of your life over overachieving in just your work life. Bold is knowing what is most important to you and focusing on that, not chasing down the goals of other people. I always tell my clients, I don't care what your goals are. I don't care how much money you want to make. I only care that you achieve the goal that you desire. Now, most of the people who need to embrace bold leadership or who do embrace bold leadership also fall into a category that I refer to as the go it aloners, the lone wolves. High achievers have a number of habits and default behaviors. Their favorite is isolation. They tend to isolate when they don't feel successful, except high achievers rarely feel successful because their success never feels like enough. Is this sounding familiar? They don't stop and celebrate, so they spend lots of time feeling like a fraud or failure, which keeps them isolating. Except there's tremendous power in numbers. I spent most of my career isolating, and I'm fairly certain it's one of the reasons why I burned out. Yesterday, I had a great example of the power of surrounding yourself with other leaders. I was at the gym, and after a long workout, I had to do some rope climbs. 
I was tired, my core, shoulders, and legs were fatigued. So naturally, my mindset started to devolve. I would stop just short of the target. And I I recognized this about myself. And on the last rope climb, I determined I absolutely will make it to the top. As I started to climb, another athlete noticed. He was lounging about on the box located at the bottom of the rope. He stood up. He put his eyes on my back and said, you got this, Tara. He encouraged me as I climbed further than ever before. As I reached my target, I shrieked with excitement. Woohoo! Yay! And he said, good job. His eyes didn't leave me until I was down from the rope safely. I happened to get the entire thing on video, as I often video my workouts so I can watch my form and and other things that are important to me in these videos. So I happened to get the whole thing on video and it amazed me when I watched it back. One, he literally stood up for me. Two, he had my back. Three, he said my name. That's really important. That's a really important part of acknowledging another human being is saying their name. Four, he encouraged me. You got this, Tara, right? And then when I made it and I did it, he celebrated me. These are all the characteristics of a great leader. And even though I'm a leader, I mean, heck, I'm the leader of leaders, I still needed someone else's leadership. Leaders need to surround themselves with other leaders. That is a guiding principle behind all of my programs and services at the Bold Leadership Revolution. I ask myself, how can I bring leaders together and facilitate a powerful community that can learn, lead, and life together? It's why I've created the Brave Society, where the B stands for bold. Now, the Brave Society is a virtual society of business owners like you who want to connect with bold, resilient, abundant, value-driven, and endurable leaders. It's filled with business owners across a variety of industries who knows that the person who helps the most people wins. We rise by lifting others. Brave Society is here for three reasons, to build meaningful relationships with an army of people who have real, credible, and valuable business acumen. This isn't tit-for-tat networking where it's a referral pitch fest. The second thing we're here for is to help you continually develop yourself as a leader through high-quality educational resources to help us become better CEOs. And the third thing we're here for is to become leaders who develop more leaders in the world, your family, your friends, your community, your team. They are all craving to be led by you. The Brave Society is a place where you can plug into the relationships you need to hire the most qualified people, find meaningful collaborations, and offer your services to those who would benefit the most. The Brave Society hosts quarterly book clubs, robust discussion panels on relevant topics to help you grow yourself and your business. We have bi-weekly CEO debriefs where I take you behind the scenes in my life and business where you can see what's working, what's not working, and key decisions I'm making. If you're curious to know more, if you're a fit for this community, head on over to the show notes to learn more. For a full transcript of this episode, go to theboldleadershiprevolution.com. If you have found this podcast valuable, please share it with your friends, colleagues, and other bold leaders. We're always looking for more bold leaders. 
Also, if you haven't done so already, please leave a review. I consider reviews podcast currency and they make me ridiculously happy. It's the one thing you could do to help us out here at the Bold Leadership Revolution HQ and we would be forever grateful. Special thanks goes to Stacy Harris of The Stacy Harris, who is the producer and editor of this podcast. Go check them out for all your digital marketing and content creation needs. Be sure to tune in to our next episode to help you embrace your ambition and leave the grind behind. Thank you for tuning in to the Bold Leadership Revolution podcast. This episode has ended, but our work continues online. Head over to theboldleadershiprevolution.com where you'll find links to any resources mentioned in today's episode, along with other valuable tips and information that will help you lead bold. That's theboldleadershiprevolution.com. 